9,000, episode 131, Turtle Fat, Whisper in Your Lover's Ear, text the Soundhawk, 303-548-6877, Soundhawk, when you walked in the door uh, a couple hours ago, your apocalypse beard uh, was showing some impressive growth. Thank you. Uh, I believe I commented that you looked like a malnourished Mel Gibson right now. You you know what, the, I'm looking at you now and the problem, I heard <laughs> There's that. There's a problem? No, I heard that. You So last week you accused me of uh, patchiness? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. You, my I've friend... Got a, I've got a bald strip. You've got right where you need it mm-hmm. to give yourself that little... Give it that point. It's because I'm Wolverine. I like... You've got a, like a little patch on the right on the thing of your chin there. I'm quick healing. Center. Quick healing. And then two big mutton chops steely. on the side. Yep. Yeah, so take that. And, I'm going to oh. tell you something about beards, though, because I found... You found a product. No, the answers to all your questions about beards. Oh, Okay. All you need is Dr. Bronner's. Not a huge surprise. All you need is two products. Just two of them. Well, you can soap it up. Just wash it with one of their magical soaps. Mm-hmm. If, I think if, you're like, if it's a little dry, they have a sugar, the one that comes in the pump. Oh, you mean the sugar soap? Yes. The, the hand soap? Yeah. I have some tea tree sugar soap in the bathroom. I think you could use that. Then you get the organic magic balm. Style, moisturize. Just run it through there. Is that what, is that what I'm looking at over here? Comb- nope, I don't have the balm yet. I want to get some balm. Look at the guy in this Instagram photo. Look at that beard. That is an apocalyptic... That is major Mel Gibson beard. There's, there are no patches there. <clears throat> no. I mean, that is a thick beard. That's a, a rainforest of beard. Mine is coming in. I got a, I get good growth right in here, and I yeah. got a lot of the salt. A lot of salt. I'd like to think that each gray hair mark represents one piece, one strand of accrued wisdom. That's what I like to think. And you know what? I also wanted to tell you that Dr. Bronner... I'm sorry. Is this the Hallmark <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Doctor, I come into the wrong house? <laughs> Dr. Bronner's tin game is off the freaking chain, man. They, the they have a They have another tin. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to get up and cross the house to get it because I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like a muscle balm. It's like Bronner's Magic Muscle. Well, it's, they have two versions of the Magic Balm. That's unscented, and the other one has like Arnica no, but no, no, and menthol but the, with a different... Oh, I thought this was a beard-specific thing. No, no, no. Oh, wow, I can use... Get your phone right up there on the mic. That's good. You know, the one that I have is scented, but my wife... You could use it. My wife, a hairdresser... Uh, Lots of tedious motion throughout the day. Gets some major knots in her shoulders. When I have been giving her massages with this magic balm, just like break it up, break it up, just hitting them knots, working those knots, 
she's been waking up the next morning feeling radically improved. Now hey. that is the power of Bronner's. All one. That is a hairdresser testimonial for you from a salon-owning gentleman. Oh, boy. Here we go. What's the name of that salon, Josh? Uh, Needle in the Hay Salon, serving uh, you guys Denver. Got some sales Denver on products area. coming up. There's a sale coming up. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it right now. We don't like to announce the sales too far in advance. But I will tell you, Mark, that Karastas has made a radical move. <laughs> God damn it. They've lowered the SRP on their entire product line. Uh-huh. The markup used to be about 75%. Of course it was. Now it's 50 huh? And the reason they're doing that, Mark, is because... Because it's ridiculous? No, this is high-quality product. There is a lot of R&D. Hey. So much R&D. <laughs> me their r&d budget is enormous <laughs> i want to see any evidence of r&d <laughs> there's a ton of r&d that's like that's their game baby that's that all they're doing their game oh they're always doing research tinkering with formulas i gotta get you on that initial east that will fill out your beard that will take care of the patchiness up top you know what i could probably buy about seven tins of bronner's magic balm for one equivalent an initial yeast used to cost you, I believe, $68 for a, for a jar of that. I think that's like eight. Oh, no. The, hey, this, this magic balm is priced to move. Initial yeast is now closer to 50 I believe. I'd have to check my price list. But, Mark. That's worthy of an Instagram video. Do you want to know why they're doing it? Because there's a lot of diversion going on in the industry. So you're getting products from overseas mm-hmm. or fraudulent products you know it could re, be a kerastase bottle with some baby oil in it and it's showing up on amazon absolutely and so people they're in the chair their stylist recommends a product they see the price at the salon they're like well, i don't know and then they research they look you it know up. what that's called they look my it up friend? online you're talking to the fucking kingmaker i know i'm talking to you the think kingmaker. this only happens with initial least little uh, hair oil jars no happens with everything supplements mm-hmm the on the, what's happening online is crazy. That's called showrooming, my friend. All right. Well, you can, go to the store, you look around, you're like, oh yeah, I do like that. I like that. Pick up your phone, go mm, Amazon, click. Yep. Cheaper. It's gonna it's gonna shutter some doors. Online discounting. You bet it is. So we're gonna what, have to cut into that R and D budget. Well, what Karastas is doing is they're trying to level the playing field. So now the in, in salon price is closer to what you find online, but you're guaranteed a quality product. And if you come in a needle in the hay. We've got a, a Kerastas ambassador on staff, Kelby. He can, uh, he's got his own Kerastas corner. He's going to hook you up. He's going to give you knowledge for free and a product at a very reasonable price, Mark. I can't. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm not sure. Hashtag not natural. Uh, All right, that's good. I, hey, you need to be thinking about that strategically as a small business owner. Thinking about what? The threat of online discounting. How that could eat into those product sales. Mm, it's not, I don't think it's as big of a problem for us. Because what happens is people come in, they get their hair done, they like the way it looks, and then the person who's doing their hair, they trust that person. They're like, they go, what should I be using to maintain this look? And they're like, oh, it's right there. Well, here's what happened to me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I like this. Like, okay, well, you should get this product here. Sure, let me get it. And they'd be like, here it is, $68. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd buy it one time, and then I'd leave. I'd be like, what the fuck? Well, we don't we don't jilt people. I'm not saying you're jilting them, and but I would feel pressured, them. pressured to like, like, oh yeah, well I do want the product, but I'm not paying that again. Holy moly, I'm going on next time I know I'm still using mine, Kelby. I'm good. All right, well it just might not last. It might not work. I'm just thinking for you, strategizing. I think I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Mark. <laughs> Some initial east at cost, buddy. Yeah, at, at uh, what do they call that? Not to, 
That was a car horn. Not discount. What's it called? Uh, wholesale. Wholesale. It's wholesale pricing. You bet you are. Well, but or, but then but the 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 gift that I'm giving to you, the value of the gift is beyond wholesale. Because, absolutely. Because I could very well mark it up and sell it. Well, you're talking about the natural food retailer is a trusted source of product selection, of information about supplements and ingredients. That's why people go to those stores. You are playing to the street. You are the small independent natural food retail shop of hair. Hair. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why that's... That's the whole. That's a whole issue for for these small. You know, that's an issue for everybody, huge. buddy. He's a big boy. Oh, you do just want to hug him, huh? I'm waiting for him to bite you one of these days. He's never bitten. He never. You know, he's never. He loves me. Well, when you're at the window, he is very upset. Oh, I gotta look. Okay, I would just like some of this uh, organic magic balm and have a beard like that guy, and then you can just leave me alone. Well, I'll I'll get it out of the other room. You what? Well, hold on. Let me just grab my tin. I want to take a look. I'll bet it's... it's is it green? No. Go get your tin. Top runners. I'll be right back. No. Are you just sitting there in silence? Yep. Make people listen to dead air? Yep. That's not very thoughtful. Okay, look. This is the... Arnica menthol blend. Check the tape, motherfucker. That's what I said. What? You said the unscented. This is the unscented, and the other version is that. It's the same product. Okay. Except Stick that, that this. Your beard. But if you use the other one, I bet it wouldn't. Because Arnica. Tell me about Arnica, insider. That's what's. It's provide... a homeopathic. No. Well, muscle cream. Yeah, but it's 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 providing some pain relief. Okay. Well, because oh. when we were away on spring break... It's, it's highly... It's a huge placebo effect that your wife is feeling. Milady had... No. she Well, she had a knot, and so I just bought some Arnica gel because I couldn't find this stuff. Oh, the, but the menthol's very... Yeah. You feel it. Uh, yeah, you do. I wonder if you could put this in your beard. Well, you could, but you'd smell, probably. Ooh. All right, I'm going to try it out. Okay, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's going to feel moist. Oh, God. Just rubbing, rubbing a nice balm into some coarse, <laughs> coarse pubic hair on your face. Oh, this is actually kind of like when we, you know how I like to put uh, essential oils in my mustache, especially mm -hmm. if I have like a cold or something. I'll put some peppermint or eucalyptus. This is a good product. Where'd you get this product? This tin? Uh, Sprouts. Yeah, I'm going to get some. That's my favorite store. I'm going there later. Fucking love Sprouts. Oh, boy. It's the only place I can ever consistently find my gut shot. They never have it at Whole Foods. They don't Where's the gut shot? In that little refrigerated thing over... Over by the frozen waffles and fruit. Uh-huh. It's a good podcast. Amazing product. You can get this. I get this activated uh, seed trail mix. Oh, yeah. That's just outstanding. Oh, yeah. Is this the beard podcast? We just listen to guys rub ointments into their Maybe beards? that's our niche. Let's just do a beard podcast. Hey. Oh, yeah. man. Woo! That's a wake-up call. Isn't it? I'm energized. Let's do this show. All right. All right. Costco is selling six. Remember this story? We teased it last app, maybe? Yeah. Something. Was that a year ago? I dropped it, and then I realized, like, this is something Josh needs to hear. Mm -hmm. This is something he's going to think about after the show is over, or maybe right now on the fly. Okay. Costco is selling $6,000 doomsday prepper food kits that can feed a family of four mm -hmm. for a year. You stick this in your pipe. Your Wisconsin Finger Lakes 
Armageddon cabin. Okay. <laughs> That's evocative. Wisconsin <laughs> Finger Lakes. Is that where you're headed? The, the kits range from 1,000 to 6,000 and include a mix of <clears throat> grains, fruits, vegetables, proteins, and dairy. Many of the items have a 25-year shelf life, such as the freeze-dried broccoli, freeze-dried green beans, corn, dehydrated apples. Others, like the instant lentils and instant black beans, can last 30 years. Damn. Other items? Egg noodles, quick oats, cornmeal, elbow macaroni, potato chunks, freeze-dried banana slices, blueberries, carrots. Now, is that pre-cooked macaroni? (laughs) Don't know. Well, because my thought is, if it's apocalyptical situation that you're finding yourself in, water is more precious than anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to use a bunch of it to cook some fucking noodles. So that's you're going to have to dig in on this. Right? But, Do they have a vegan version? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Are you going to care? <laughs> no, probably not. I'd, I'm in on that. I'd buy that. $6,000 seems like a rather small price to, play to ha- pay to have your entire Pepper's, Pepper's Pantry put together... You know, ease of mind. Yeah. Well, and also, good? it could take it would take me months to assemble a proper prepper's pantry. Now there's something coming out of this. Uh, there you go. Just some fuzz. So here's I want you to consider this though, because when you order this on online, it's going to come to you in a lot of boxes, eighteen hundred pounds worth. And if you look at that photo, it's a big rack. It's about six feet That's tall. That's a pallet. That's a loaded pallet. It's pallet. Where are you going to put that? I'll put it in the basement somewhere. It's going to take over like a whole room. That's fine. You're not going to miss it. I mean, you... Shit, I don't know. Might not need that, though. We'll get to that. The story that's going to close so out that, the show is sort of a call to that. We'll have a little call and response. So stick okay. around for that. All right. I think that would take care of you except for water. You got a water issue. Well, you got to stockpile jugs of water. I have one jug down there. It's probably you know eight what? years old. I think Bitman would like this prepper kit because it's not just a big bunch of protein bars. There's actual food in there. You got your quick oats, you got your freeze-dried fruits and vegetables. I wonder what the shelf life is on a Vegas sport bar. Because if I could just get 1,800 pounds of that, I'd, that'd be all right, too. Two of these a day, I'm good. I'd be so shred. Would you? I'd be yoke, bro. Like you yolk. are now? Eating your two a day? Still eating those? You know what I had today? Two RX bars. No, somebody! They were on special. I'm like, all right, What flavor? It. I had a salted chocolate one, which is, those are quite exquisite. There's, there's hard stuff in there sometimes that's kind of rough on your teeth, though. What? Like little shell pieces and things. Oh, I feel God. like they're hastily made, kind of. They're, they're, they're meant to be rough. There's a coconut chocolate one that's pretty good. I've had them all. Did you know they it's were... clean, except for those suspicious egg whites. They were advertising <laughs> on uh, what WTF. Mark, uh, Mark Miller were. did a read. They're a big deal. He loves them. He does? Yeah, he was into them. He strikes me as a sophisticated food consumer. Are you being a wise-ass? Uh, yes and He's no. a home chef. He cooks a lot. That's why he, he yeah. likes Blue Apron, but he likes well, to I cook. He knows I, how to prepare food. Yeah, look, he's a smart guy. I think he knows the food trends. I bet you he's buying a lot of organic stuff, but at the end of the day, he's also a, I want my barbecue and my burger and my, he's that guy, which is fine. Hey, man, J- just like me. Just like you. You want your half half glass of lager and your lean turkey burger? This is a good point. I think it's time to reintroduce alcohol into my life just for the relaxation effects, but not beer. I think beer is the wrong way to go. Hello. I think 
You're over beer. I could do the Carney white wine approach. <laughs> or I'm thinking more of just like a lot of people, like the food, it's a Bagney thing, the food community. Yeah. Tequila. Oh, yeah, I know. Because it's, not, it's not made with the same mashes and whatever. Allergies. I like tequila. Allergens. We had a bottle. We have a bottle of tequila that we bought a while ago. And been, what been, oh, you got the Tranquilo? Tranquilo? That's nah, something else, but I'll have, a, I'll have a little neat. We should have some tequila. Tranquilo right now from the Bros. I don't have any more of that. You drank all that. Dude, that was like a year ago. Wow. Did I, I get any? Down. Yes, we sat here and drank some. Okay. You got a blanket. I didn't get a blanket. <laughs> I a blanket. And then I got a whole uh, white road kit that you... You got a little out of that, right? Nothing. I got my own white road kit the year before. Yep. I must have back. fallen out of Bagney's good oh. graces. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing IndieBio Class 6. Are you ready? I don't even know what you're talking about. You so. don't remember IndieBio? This was the incubator in Silicon Valley that was kicking off all these food startups. Oh, I do remember this. Food tech. It's the, it is the Death Star. Of food tech, the Death Star, like it's going to obliterate things. Maybe could it, it could ab- in, obliterate entire verticals? Entire verticals, Josh. <laughs> is this a segment of Josh reads a chart? <laughs> Josh uses business jargon. <laughs> well, could it? Is that what you're telling Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I think this is probably the the highest profile little uh, startup what? machine. Happening. You're implying it's built to destroy. That's I, until well, I'm I, getting that. I mean, depends you, on who you ask. Okay. I'm asking you. Depends on which way the wind's blowing. I'm asking you. I don't know. It's not windy in here. I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm going to give you a few of these startups that are incubating right now. Maybe I'll, I'll take a, a turn at reacting to something. Yeah, absolutely. Usually it's you reacting. I'm going to give you, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Seven. I got like seven. I got as many as you want. How many points can I get? <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> No points. Okay. Antibiotic adjuvant, delivering AI-powered decision support software designed to monitor and reduce antibiotic resistance. Let's do it. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? But sounds good, right? Well, I mean, the more, the, the more bleak the ultimate outcome for humanity becomes, mm-hmm. which it seems like with each passing day, it nah, gets, it gets it's a little... better and better. Didn't you hear that guy on a London Reel? Oh, that's true. He believes he believes in humanity. I, but I'm saying I do too. He, and he's listen, his job is to listen. But unfortunately, it's not going to be the squeaky clean organic version of things. Mm-mm. It's going to be the messy, mm-hmm. uh, messy AI. Maybe almost fucking us over. We don't know. AI requires of us to be uh, incredible stewards. We have to be good parents to our creation ultimately, <laughs> because AI's reaction to us will be a reflection of how it was conceived and brought up. Mark, do you understand that? I understand that's one possibility. No, that is what it is. You, you birth artificial intelligence it, if you gave it the wrong kind of intelligence or reared it improperly, I think it the, will overtake you. It the, will the usurp point, and the, destroy. Isn't that the point of the whole thing? That it will, you, whatever intelligence you give it, at some point, it's going to super surpass that intelligence. Well, that's not the and problem. And develop its own. No, we know it's going to, that's a given that it's going to surpass our own intelligence. What is not known is what it will decide to do. Because if we Absolutely. set it loose, like, hey, solve all of these problems, solve global warming, solve uh, famine, solve drought, and AI is like, okay, okay, okay. And then it's like, wait, what's the root of all these problems? Oh. You. It's daddy. And then the, then that's where it comes into play, right? Does the love AI it. say like, well, they're the problem, but I love them. Love it. You know what? They are my maker. Or are they like, uh, sorry, it's, this is business. It's not personal. Two points. 
But you know what? Even if AI destroys humanity, I mean, that's sad. But, but at least our legacy will live on probably forever because AI will figure out how to like actually harvest energy from the sun and become essentially immortal. It'll live at least as long as the sun, probably longer, because it will. AI won't have to breathe air. What All are, right? Where are you right now? I'm so, saying. And it remembers us? It doesn't matter if it remembers us. Like we, we will have ultimately have created it. So even though humanity will disappear, our yeah. legacy will live on through some sort of artificial intelligence that'll just roam the universe. Oh, she's got let go of that let go of that bag of bones. That's big of you. Your bag of meat, ego, and just embrace destruction. Become pure it consciousness. Electronic immortality. The body. Whew. Electric. Wow, that's just the first hit on indie bio. I don't know where we're going. Bee flow. Developing smart and strong bees. Bees. You heard it. For crop pollination. With their technologies, farmers can increase crop yields up to 90%, targets, target specific crops for pollination, and substantially reduce bee population decline. Bee flow. Smart and strong bees. Um, again. You know what they're describing. That's a street bee. It's a street. Well, no. This is a genetically modified bee. To become. This is a Franken bee. Modeled after the street bee. Yeah, but this is a lab bee. Total lab bee. And again, like the, the purest in me. We've seen it's this like, coming. It's like, let's let nature do its thing. But we're already too discordant with nature. It seems The only option me. is for us to post natural. Modify street bees. We got to learn to get. We got to. Oh, okay. The phone's ringing. Take that call real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Is it going to ring again? Oh. Yep, there it is. Hello? So I'm just going to take this opportunity to remind you that Natch is on Patreon. Yes. For four dollars a month, you can sponsor the show. You, you don't get, have to give me a credit card. Just do that yeah, online. For four dollars a month, you'll you'll get a uh, Stardust and Snowflake uh-huh. welcome kit. It takes us about. It's got a bookmark. A it's got some poems. Oh, thank you that very much. with perfume. Of course, it's of got a course. signed photo. It's got a postcard. It's got some buttons. Shout out to you. It's got a padded envelope, and you also are supporting the content you love. Listen, we're, thank we're, thank you, Barack. We're, we're at a clip now where we're guaranteeing four. Pieces of prime content a month. Dollar a, per. A dollar a hunk of content. Small price to pay. Small. Especially, I mean, you're probably still reeling in the wake of Natch Reacts Cocoa Poops. So sit down. Let's keep moving. But Mark. back to bees. Back to bees. Jalen and Jacoby podcast. Just this morning, I'm listening to it. They're talking about bees randomly. Really? Well, it's during their soft move or boss move segment. <laughs> soft move or boss move. That sounds like Josh's trip to the bathroom three, so, four times a day. <laughs> so the bee. It's time for me to go make a soft move. This bee intel is amazing. I'm going to try and paraphrase from whatever what happened. Real quick. Yeah. If uh, fuck, what's his screen name? Oh, just the tip. If just the tip, it perchance is listening. He stopped. He remember he was making the memes. He's a married man. Well, but this is worth a meme. Like a picture of Josh going to the bathroom saying, time to make my soft move. Time to make my soft move? Is that what you or said? Or is it a boss move? Smart move? Soft, soft move, move or boss move. So, All right, anyway. So in this segment, uh, apparently... just that picture of you in your robe. That's a good one. Time to make my soft move. All right, Ooh, I like ahead. that. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, Show image. Forget it. Just a tip. We'll do it. Yeah, we're going to just go straight to the source. Out meme the memer. Soft move versus boss move. So bees. Um, I don't know where this study came from or why, why it was a point of conversation, but apparently 
When bees fornicate, the Hello. male bee Hello. has a little tiny penis thing. When the male bee orgasms, dies. But before he dies, his little dick explodes. He, he becomes God. His dick explodes with an audible pop. It's loud enough that the human ear can hear it. The dick explodes. The bee does a backflip <laughs> off its mate, lands on its little feet, and dies. This is Soft this move or boss move, Mark. <laughs> Having an orgasm so good it kills you. But not just a normal death. Like That's like opera death right there. Operatic death. I would say that's a boss move. Two points. Boss move. <laughs> two, two for you, two for me. All right. All right, you're good with that one? Yep, I'm good. I've I mean, said I, my piece. I, I think, you know, what we that's where we're getting at with these. It's a post-natural vibe. Natural's great. We're all for natural wherever you can get it, but we're not idealistic about this. We're not going to make it on natural alone, I'm afraid. We can't be exclusive. Precious. I wish we could, but there's too many people. There's too many mouths to feed. Too many jackasses and power. Mucking it up. Risks. Lingrove. Creating wood without the tree. Is this like a 3D wood printer? Their formable natural fiber and resin replicates the performance, look, feel, and reusability of premium wood from scalable carbon negative materials. Okay. (laughs) But I'm going to say, let's just go with hempcrete. You like it? It's better for my mic work. Hold on. That's great audio. Yep. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna take hempcrete over this. There's there's already it's already in development. Huh. It's antimicrobial. Lasts a lifetime. Hemp is great. Regrows annually. Great crop. Probably future So you're saying why 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 shoot for the stars when right here in front of your face you got something that could just our the future economy is clearly gonna be in large part hinged on marijuana and hemp production. Whether you know that or not, it seems whether you've admitted that to yourself or not, it's coming down the pike. Just to sedate us? Well, no, it's easy to grow. It has a million, jillion uses. And people like it. People like doing shit on weed, man. Maybe that's what you need. Who, me? Well, you want to reintroduce alcohol. Why don't you just reintroduce... Oh. Why don't you introduce some... Some CBDs yeah. with just a little bit of THCs. 45-year-old dude, 40, dude every night. Dabbing. First time. <laughs> yeah. Doing some dabs. Every night, just, just a couple. Just need two dabs. I wouldn't be the only one. Certainly not in uh, Denver, Colorado. Certainly not on planet Earth, man. No, man. One big home. Yeah, one big bro. park. One big hill. One big green sphere, bro. You lombay, dude? My what? Go ahead. Am I lumpating? What did you say? I said, are you Lombe, dude? I don't even know what that means. Are you Lombe? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Is that bad? I'll oh, skip that one. Sun Genomics. Microbiome health company focused on curing dysbiosis through... Nope. Well, I'll give you... What's your guess? Curing what? D- dysbiosis in your gut. Your gut's all Oh, away. through symbiosis. I thought you were going to say fecal transplant. Personalized probiotics. Oh. This platform enables the highest resolution profiling of customer gut makeup, empowering them to make and track changes over time. 
I think all you really need is some gut shots and some inulin powder. You, oh, okay. You, you don't need to overthink to this shit. Hmm. Or maybe you do. Personalized medicine. That's the a more, personalized supplement. The, absolutely. The more we figure out about ourselves, the more we know we need to have that level of information to really make a change. We are all snowflakes is what you're telling me. I've heard that before. That's what this... Um, so Papa, startup is. You're a probiotic guy, right? You've got something in the fridge. Got my gut shot, homie. Oh, you do the gut shot now. Kids I, don't do any? Do you give them? I, oh, I need to make some kombucha. They both will drink it. Really? I've been my scobies have been dormant for probably a year. They might work just fine. They'll be fine. Mine's fine. I might brew another batch. I don't know if you'll get <laughs> therapeutic level dose out of them sipping a little kombucha though. Maybe but that's not. okay. You just want to get the feel for it. You want to give them a little kickstart. Just want to set the stage for gut health, for good gut health. <clears throat> yeah, what does that mean? It means a lively gut with lots of good stuff happening. Three to four poops a day. That's your second brain, man. Regulates mood. Yep. Dude. Gut brain axis. Oh, boy. New information. 2018. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> that was a great stretch. Gut brain axis. New information, 2018. It's all there. Terramino Foods, reimagining seafood. Using reimagining tiramisu. Go. <laughs> fungi and algae to make healthy, affordable, and toxin-free products. Sounds good. Does Sounds sound rosy. Good. Does sound good. More with algae and bringing in the fungi. Fungi? Fungi. You're a fun guy. I think they're trying to get people to eat more oysters, even the vegans, because they don't have nerve centers. They're just giant filters. Here's you and your bivalve fears. I have no fear. I'm saying bivalves, that's part of the solution. AI and bivalves. Bivalves to clean up the mess, AI to keep like, the mess from growing. It's just a peek into the mind of madness. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I'm kind of starting to wonder which one of us is the insider here. Me too. Me too. This is razor sharp over here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unattached. Bivalves and AI. There's, your, there's not, your subhead. It's grounded in no real food trends at all. Episode one thirty one turtle fat bivalves and AI as the subhead. I don't know. Or as the title. I like that combo. That's all. We make it all three: turtle fat, bivalves, and AI. <sighs> Radical thinking. Last one: the therapy. Oh no, vet. Vet therapy. Vet therapy creates novel stem cell therapies for cats, dogs, and horses. So young adult novels about cats, dogs, and horses, and AI. I am into that. Their most innovative product speeds up wound healing and treats autoimmune and inflammatory diseases in our companion animals. How about in us? Why don't they? How about the speed of? I mean, I've already got it because I have the Wolverine beard, so my wounds heal. Look at it. We're doing this podcast instantaneously. You got a cat sitting next to you. I have a giant dog sitting next to me. We are a very animal-friendly podcast. Why? Why not us? It's the vet life. They're, these things are more important than us. They're less of a blight. They are less of a blight. They don't screw. They don't worry. They don't screw things up. They don't. They don't progress very much. But that says you. Maybe their progression isn't perceptible to your overcrowded <laughs> eyes. I think objectively we have progressed more, whether to ill or to wane. Oh, I think to asketh Ill. the question. <laughs> All right. That's it for the indie bio class. I've got some music. I want some music. Uh, the band is Drinks. 
featuring, have you heard of Kate LeBone? Have I? She's good. And this is her Simon LeBone's daughter? I <laughs> couldn't tell you. I think the new album is called Hippo Life. Of course. The song's called In the Night Kitchen. for that drinks that is all mood and i love it yep whoa Ooh. excuse me you know in the night kitchen is a famous children's book maurice sendak i believe you son of a bitch i told you that during the song i don't know what you're talking about uh i know um, the book though it's got where a, the wild a things are boy in it. the boys it's naked. controversial because there's a little pee pee in there a little pee pee in the wee wee and he's hanging out with like three weird chef type characters it's a great right? book my kids love that book not his best work. <laughs> I would, you know what? If push came to shove in our house, that would be his best work. Would it? Oh, yeah. I have a little mini library of his books. It's got a bunch of little real short books. I like some of those. Like, eh. uh, uh, what's the one? Chicken soup and rice? Don't know it. Classic. Says Especially you. for a food podcast. You're going you're gonna to go in the night kitchen over Absolute. chicken soup and rice? Yes. Wrong answer. You've just been docked two points. <gasps> I'm going to get him back with this. This has been a viral hit. This show, I for know. For Grub Street. Beyond this show. Oh. 
We're going. We're, we're we're returning to our friend and compatriot Mark Bittman. Mark Bittman, who got together with a doctor David Katz, and they just said, "You know what? We're tired of all this diet nutrition nonsense. Throw your questions at us, and we're going to answer them." Plain spoken English. That is one of Mark Bittman's specialties. Oh my God, it is frankest voice in, in food. food. Tm. Listen to get bit for a segment. In that is evergreen time. content, honestly. You bet it is. I don't think there's anything in there with dust on it. How to eat. I don't know what the name of this article is, but it's Mark and the doctor patiently answering your pretty much every question. I think it's called The Ultimate Conversation on Healthy Eating and Nutrition. Oh, yeah, you're right. So they've got everything in here, Josh. I've read it. You haven't. Any questions? I'm just ready to react. <laughs> well, I can go high level. I'll give you the high level stuff first. You want that? T- and then we can get to the, some specifics. But it's sort of like they I don't s- like wellness. Quit calling things. Quit worrying about wellness or healthy-ish stuff. They want to know the real what, food. What are you calling wellness? What's that umbrella like? The umbrella of wellness is like probably all these dieting trends and keto cleanses and detox and your bentonite clay. That's crap. not a trend. That was a just, spirit journey. Just tell me, ethical concerns aside, which diet is the best? Vegan, vegetarian, or omnivorous? I don't need Mark Bitten to answer that one because we're going right back to Stardust and Snowflake here. Uh huh. There is no one best diet for everyone. That They're is all true. A little different. Great answer, Josh. If you're typo, Mark, you need that raw meat. You are the caveman blood type. Typo for omnivorous. You need that caveman diet. You're paleo, but just don't call it paleo. Just say, I eat some meat because I'm part caveman. Hey, man, I don't even have to read this answer. Nope. But you know what you got to emphasize? You know this. <laughs> Probably. What do, you, what do you think? Regardless of your meat intake or your dairy intake, what are the stuff, the core of it? What do you got to get in there? Fiber. Plants. <laughs> Fiber is not a food. It's in food. You need yeah, plants. To, you need roughage. You need greens. Okay, plants. plants. So when you say plants, I'm going to give you vegetables and fruits. Legumes. Okay, I'm going to give you beans and lentils. When, am I supposed to say what else you need? Yeah, the good, oh, the good uh, stuff. Water. Ab- good for you for calling that out. Plain water for thirst. Clean water. Not, I hate to say it, but not LaCroix. No, not LaCroix. I don't drink that. You don't? No. I haven't for years. Years? Why? Big bubbles. Mm. Um, Acid reflux. You're saying there's something else you need? Sorghums. I mean, you've got them. You would know them. Whole grains. Yeah. I said Fiber. You did say fiber. You did nuts, seeds. Legumi. This can be with or without seafood, with or without dairy, with or without eggs, with or without some meat, high or low in total fat. Whatevs. Yep. Here's one he said that I really liked. Okay. I like this. As you, if, to the extent that I even care, I'm caring less and less. Yeah, you're so edgy. When you're st- like struggling over diet, like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to not give a shit. But to the extent that I felt that way or continue to feel that way, this would be a way to solve it. Can I just eat the same thing every day? Variety's the spice. Of oh, that. good. But uh, yes, that's quite reasonable. Variety over time is important, but that can be concentrated at dinner if you prefer. This sounds like VB6 so for interesting. So for interesting, how about... <laughs> Whole grains, hot or cold, mixed fruits and nuts for breakfast every day? How about lukewarm grains, hot fruit, cold nuts? 
<laughs> sure. Then how about a salad soup or stew of mixed vegetables and beans or lentils for lunch? How about an avocado? <laughs> put it in the paper bag. Put, put the avocado the in a paper bag. I think there's something to that. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing every day, but you get those core good things in there every day, breakfast and lunch. I kind of like that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing just coffee for breakfast usually. Okay. Back and on the cough. How you doing it? How you doing it? French press. My AeroPress. I'm out of filters. So just black French press. Black French press. Like a man. <laughs> I don't know. I think what I've realized too is I like coffee. But I good don't, realization. <laughs> but I don't really care that much about coffee culture. Yeah, I'm with you. It's too tedious for me. I do enjoy. I, I mean, I like to go to a, a nice, well-made coffee beverage, I but like, not every day. I'll head over to Lulu Rose, nice little independent coffee shop over on Colfax. They have nice coffee, and I like. I can go get a cup of coffee there, and I can taste a little berry and fruit and stuff. But I don't you, need that. You every bring day. your thermos. Yes, I got to get a thermos. I don't need that every day, though. I'm fine. I got my. My Dazbog, fair trade organic coffee. I'm doing right by the earth and the farmers and the um, part oh, of the I'm part of the solution. Oh, so you drop in there, just buy some beans. And I you're buy set. the beans at King's Rivers. Dazbog, sure. If Tyler Coffee's Our Wells is listening. Well, he probably rolled his eyes. We buy big giant. It's fair trade organic beans, Costco. You know what we're serving you at the get salon? Those. At, at the salon, we're serving Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It's pre ground. People love the taste. Why not? Fucking love donut. Little red. You tell them to. If they ask. If they ask, it's kind of like, oh, it's so retro. I love it. It's Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my God. By the way, can you hand me that $60 jar of pomade? I need some initial lease with this. All right. Uh, good for you. Don't be fancy good for about me. it. What? Oh, my coffee. Stupid. I'm going to get a thermos purely for coffee. Yeah. It's good because to have I, one. And like keep it in the car or something. But I might just, I'll probably just get one at Starbucks. So that they will, fi- don't they fill, will they fill any thermos? Probably. They'll, what do you mean? If you bring in an off-brand thermos, they won't refuse to put coffee in it. Well, but I've heard that maybe they don't know, like. They'll ask you what size it is. Yeah. Yeah. But usually on most thermoses, that's on the bottom somewhere. How many ounces Life it is? hack, yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, how does the ounce match up to the grande venti? Uh, I believe 16 ounce is grande. Okay. So that's you. a middle, mid-sized I bet coffee. you I could figure that out with a mm-hmm. quick search. I have a separate therm. It's not even a thermos. It's a glass jar. Both end, you can uncap the top to drink, but the bottom unscrews, and there is a tea strainer. You can fuck it. <laughs> you can fuck it, and there's a tea strainer that goes in there. So you put the tea strainer in the bottom, put in some loose leaf tea, screw on the bottom, and then turn it back over, fill it with hot water. You can't mix your coffee and your teas, though. No, but I only do tea in that one, and you can just hot damn. You know, you can replenish it with hot water throughout the day. You get a weaker hot damn a weaker strain of the tea, but you know the difference you know, between you and I. You're on the go. Because I'm, I'm doing, I'm not. I'm doing the, I have one, one French press for coffee. Yeah. And one French press for tea. See? And I fill them up and every day I go through probably one of them. Well, not the coffee. I too had one of each. I don't have a thermos for each because I don't need it to go. Just last night I broke <gasps> my coffee French press. Ooh. You got to get this one I've got. So I'm using my tea French press for the coffee. Don't get the glass with the plastic parts. You'll, they'll always break. Get the one I got. All metal. All metal, huh? Magic. I do like metal. It's a good one. You want me to look it up and find after the show? Yeah, yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Friedlander or something? It costs like, I don't know, 80 bucks or something. It was... 
But hey, that thing's going to be. You want another life hack? Okay, I'll give you one. Um, in, my, in my little tea satchel, I'll make some loose leaf tea. In your tea satchel? That's what you call it? In my little strainer. And then at Costco, I got a big bag of candied ginger. I will take out a piece, julienne a piece of candied ginger, add it to the tea. What are you talking about right now? It gives you some spice. It gives you a little sweetness. You don't need a touch of honey because you're getting the sugar from the candied ginger, but you're also getting that blast of gingery flavor. Beautiful, beautiful French press. Um, I looked that up for you, everybody. This is a, this is my life hack Freeling USA double wall stainless steel French press coffee maker with patented dual screen and frustration free packaging. Oh my God. Freeling, F R I E L I N G, $100. Highly recommend. Now you were saying, candy. wait, you have a $100 French press. I had two at one point. And you won't buy a $68 product that could help regrow your hair. Because <laughs> this has lasted to me for years. You could have hair for the remaining years of your life. That's a good, that, get that, you'll like that. All right, you get some initialies. Now, what I'll were you like saying? That. You were saying you take the candied ginger bought at Costco, sliver it off, and put it in what, your tea? I said I will julienne it, and I will add it to my loose leaf tea. A whole candy, or just a piece? Just one little, You know what you're doing? One leaf. You're, you're julienning, you're eating the rest and putting a little bit in the tea. That's what you I'll doing. eat some, too. Hell yeah, you I won't. didn't buy it just to stare at it. I don't know, candied ginger from Costco. It's not good okay. for your teeth, but what is Put it in any tea, tea, any kind of tea. It's just a little sweet. Sure, I don't care. Hit. I don't discriminate. Absolutely. You want to know about coconut oil? Uh, you mean other than jerking off with it? Sure. No, you pretty much got it. All right. <laughs> That's what someone asked Mark Pittman. <laughs> yeah. Is it okay to use coconut oil too? You know, J-O? Fine with me. I don't know why that's Jerry Seinfeld asking. I think he's a big... What's the deal with people jerking <laughs> off with coconut oil? Expel oppressed. <laughs> I hope that's a spell of rest. Yeah. Um, Pressing it on your belly. Whole kernel or white kernel? White gravy. Oh. Olive oil. I think he's a bigger fan of olive oil than anything else. Get your olive oil. Coconut oil is a health sham. Now, organic, obviously. Even I know that organic is better, right? It's certainly more expensive. Tell me it's better. What do you think he says? Be careful. This I know Mark Bittman answer. I know the Bittman a line. Pratt on trap, this. Pratt fall, pit trap, pitfall. Well, because his it's it's better, but it's not the primary concern when you're buying food. And furthermore, Pretty there are a lot of products out there that are organic, but can't be labeled as such just because they don't meet the FDA regulations. So, you are getting so close to being on the right track with all of your answers. So close to being on the right track. If we went back and listened to episode four, I'd be amazed at how far you've come. That's, right. a, that's a compliment. <laughs> well, I guess it is. All right. You're right. Is it better? Yes, unquestionably. For many reasons, including that organic farming protects farm workers from harmful pesticides. There are also clear environmental and ethical benefits. That's what I said. Clear, exactly. But it's not the only thing. But junk food is junk food, whether it's organic or not. Yep. Which is why Nature's Valley chose not to sponsor Get Bit. Wrong company, but that's okay. <laughs> or Nature's Path, excuse me. I don't remember. All right. Nature's Way. Yep, Nature's Nature. Yeah, Nature's... Uh, nature's Organic Nature's nature. Nut. We were so close with Nature's Organic Nut. <laughs> <laughs> the phone call. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll give you a few more highlights here. What are probiotics? 
blah, blah, blah. Think of it like putting high-quality grass seed on a distressed lawn. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Got shot. That's what I just did. Does cooking make Because it's snowing right now. I knew it was going to snow today. That was one of my errands, Mark. I ran by the lawn center, grabbed a big bag of seed. I sprinkle it, hoping that we'll get some coverage, because it'll that seed sits under a blanket of snow, nice and moist, starts to sprout. I don't have to water it every day. Then once the snow melts... Have you turned on your water yet? No, yeah. but the grass will start coming up. And the lady there, I buy the, I buy the seed. Vivian? Like, and she, Yeah, it was Vivian, and she was... Uh, Viv. Viv says to me, too, the, too bad this isn't a good day for throwing seed. And I counter to Viv. Did you? Au contraire, mon ami. Vivi. My style, my thing, yep. is I throw it down. If there's a spring snow, I am buying seed. Another life hack. I'm seeding my lawn. Man. I'm just hoping for that blanket. This episode should be called How to Eat, How to Live. How to Hack It All. Hack? Yeah. How to Hack Everything. How about Total Life Hack? Total Hack. Total Hack. <laughs> total Hack. <laughs> total Hack sounds about right. Um, I don't know. What do we got here? Interesting to me. Did you know that uh, cooking those tomatoes easier to digest? I think I knew that. Cooking all vegetables really makes them easier to digest. If you cook anything, though, you're immediately diminishing its nutritional A little bit of enzyme. Uh, payload. Yep, a little bit. But, but I you think... shouldn't be eating nightshades anyway. I think uh, if Tom Brady has taught us anything, oh my God. it's that they are inflammatory. This is BS, dude. All right, it's your alkaline level that you're putting on the line there, brother. Yeah. Your pH is in peril. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, they ask about uh, omega-3s and fish oil supplements, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Algae. Algae supplements? Yes. This is new. Look at that. That's where you should get your omegas is from algae supplements? Maybe I should just skip the fish and take fish oil supplements instead. Many high-quality fish oil supplements are tested to be contaminant-free, which is a problem with the fish supply. However, sustainability of fish or even krill to produce fish oil is a a concern. So if you want a supplement, think about getting omega-3s from those produced using algae. I had no idea that product was available. No, Flo, she, she, Flo, we've discussed this. Mornings are for coffee. I thought I took this out. Sorry. Yeah, sure you did. She, coffee and contemplation. There's you know, a, what you're contemplating is your $100 French press. Oh, dreaming of it every Two of them? I didn't need two. That's the silver spoon bullshit. It's really good. You're going to love it. Um, Board it. There's some pro supplement angles in here. It, very much on brand for Mark, but... Get your algae's fine. If you want to take a fish oil supplement, you just use algae. Well, then that's not fish oil. A lot of people aren't getting enough vitamin D. Take a D supplement. You still on that one? I'm giving out a lot of vitamin D. You're what? Yeah, we got <laughs> vitamin D, man. You say I'm giving out a lot of vitamin D? No, that's gross. Yeah, you did. I heard it. I'm paying attention. D for dick. Oh, D. <laughs> for what, what, is, what does the D in vitamin D stand for, actually? A letter vitamin, That's like it? A, B, C, D. There's nothing more to it? Dick. Disappointing me, insider. Uh, listen, this is just for you. I am a very busy New Yorker, and sometimes I eat the occasional power bar for lunch. Is that bad? Uh, <clears throat> Excuse uh, me. A candy bar is a candy bar, right? Oh, Even if it's gosh. got a bunch of protein oh, in it. Gosh. This, cuts, this one strikes home. Many power bars have nutritional profiles similar to Snickers. Generally, power bars are closer to junk than to real food. But they're made of protein. One of the great myths of modern diet. 
is we all need more protein. But in this country, almost all of us get more than we need. The satiety that comes from a concentrated protein source could come from a protein bar or an egg or a can of tuna or yogurt or nuts. And that is why I've been buying uh, meal bars. I forget the fucking name of them. RX bar, you said it. No, but I bought this other brand. It starts with an A, but there's they're not... I mean, they tout their protein content, but above that, they're touting their fiber content. Good for you. That's what we should all be watching. Like, stop obsessing about how much protein I've you're getting. I've been telling you that forever. That is horseshit. I've been telling you that forever. That is horseshit! I am... I'm the godfather of fiber intake. Oh, well, that okay. I've been, I've been, I've been we're pushing both right fiber. On this. We're both right on this. I've been pushing fiber you for a long that... time. About 131 episodes, I've been pushing fiber. <laughs> no, you've made me do a psyllium shake, psyllium drink at some right, point. Right, but I'm saying I, for, I've been advocating fiber over protein. Well, you since haven't day been that one. clear about it, but oh, I've been crystal clear. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Let's focus on the. the we agree. We agree. Fiber. Over protein. Don't so brag I wanna, about I how know much about protein. This bar. I can't remember what it's called. It's a Sprouts bar. Yeah, they have one that was like a peanut butter and jelly flavor. It t- they taste kind of stale. That's the only drawback. <laughs> Yo. Every time I find one, I was like, mm, it just tastes old. But that's just the fiber. The fiber has that dusty, musty flavor. That's what you're paying for. No, it doesn't have to have that. Sure, it does. You doing inulin still? Not really. Sometimes I still, I I'll still put it in my it. coffee. It's not bad at all. I've got a, what I do is I fill a little plastic jar with a blend of oh God. Uh, here we go. Quick cut steel cut oat or quick cook steel cut oats. Uh, maybe some dried cranberries. Some oh, taro beckons. Maybe some cranberries. Maybe um, some sunflower seeds. Maybe some pepitas. Is this an overnight soak we're about to no, do? No, no. And then maybe some inulin powder, and I just shake it up in that jar or shake it all up. The hard steel cut oat? But it's the quick cooking, so it's not uh, it's fine. And then in the morning I just put it in a bowl, pour some macadamia nut milk over it, and just eat it. Macadamia nut milk. Here's an interesting thing about macadamia nut milk. Of all the nut milks that I have tried, macadamia nut comes the closest in flavor profile to actual cow's milk. Isn't it macadamia nut milk Life gonna hack. be high in various fats that would concern you? I'm not a slave to no, you are fat intake, Mike. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want that dairy, but I'm gonna eat this thing. To drink this thing that's worse for me. <laughs> All right. Well, we're kind of might be fine. We're now. backing into our final segment here. Please, it's the tarot. I'm done um, telling you how to eat. I've got a lot to. I've actually this tarot is gonna settle down. We're there. gonna cover a few things, Mike. We're man, co- we're gonna cover a few things. Um, oh God, do I need to settle this long segment coming? Not long, just rich. Tripartite. Let me get my uh, tarot cards. Do I need to settle in for my soft move? Yeah. Entertain the people with silence while I get the tarot. Okay, now I'll tell them a story. Riveting. It's not that long of a journey. All right. Uh, You're super loud even from there. So the tarot question this week, Mark. Oh, I love where it comes to us from the Orient Land Trust, home of Valley Views Hot Springs. This is the Naked Hot Springs that I frequent with my family. Is this a spring break story? Sort of. We went there on spring break. For spring break, we skied four days in Keystone. Then we went to the hot springs for two days. Then we went to Salida and stayed at a, a nice motor lodge for another two days. You did a, like a sort of a, a little, wandering staycation. A little, a little Colorado odyssey, Mark. Um, so but this is a pamphlet about naturalism, social nudity in nature. Mark, are you new to naturalism? Uh, new-ish. No worries. 
there's nothing to it. <laughs> nope. Really? <laughs> really? That's the tagline. So. Oh, good for them. Personal. Okay, what to expect, Mark? Personal choice. Clothing is a personal choice in all areas and at all times. Nudity is neither prohibited nor expected. Hmm. Right? That's good. Is that true? Yeah. There's right. lots of people that don't get naked in there. Some people just wear bottoms, you know? Some people wear tops. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on. But it's well, but here's I the thing. I prefer the bottoms to the tops. Social decency. Aside from public nudity, social norms are no different. Naturists are empowered, maintaining strong personal boundaries regardless of clothing or setting. Bet Le- they are. Leering, harassing, sexual, and suggestive behavior is no more appropriate here than any public park, campground, or pool. Hugging and affection are common among friends. If anything, naturists tend to be especially courteous, accepting, and considerate of others. Interesting. Can you just go up and hug a naked woman? If you knew her, I suppose. Again, same rules apply. You'd be bumping stuff. I honestly have not noticed a lot of hugging there. Yeah. But there's a lot of friendly people. I think that, I'm not saying anything. In their sports sandals and nothing else. Yep. Non-erotic setting. Naturism is not opposed to sex, but makes a clear distinction between sex and mere nudity. Sexual behavior is considered private for consenting adults in their own private space. With our peacefully platonic open space, self-control is normal and natural. So there you go. Males and females. Men, concerned they may become aroused, can simply don a towel, turn over, or take a dip in the pool. (laughs) Menstruation is a natural part of a woman's life. Some use tampons, while others prefer pads with shorts or bathing bottoms. So, I mean, this is like... Could you just walk around in just a pad? I don't know if you'd be comfortable doing that. Um, Unlike stripping or streaking, being naked here is practical, not provocative. Instead of a thrill, naturists seek a simple awareness and acceptance of their own bodies and those of others. So, I mean, this is good stuff. And, I mean, this place has a unisex bathroom, which is extremely nice to use. I mean, it, I think it was, I thought it was a little weird the first time, but now I'm totally used to it. You go in, you might be taking a loud husky next to someone, just a lady taking a <laughs> shit. It doesn't matter. Everybody poops. A loud husky? Yeah. <laughs> so my question... Don't you take four of those a day? I'd like you to, ver- to verbalize this question, This Mark. is fascinating to me. You want, this pamphlet is for you. No, it's not really. I brought it for you. You know what all I'm thinking of right now? I'm thinking of naked man, naked woman hugging, and how that's just not the same as if you have clothes on. No. I'm not saying good or bad, but I mean, you know, it's not it's a, a little big, different. Big, not a little big ding on naturism. Really, what's great about naturism is you, but just, that's not the you same. just feel closer to nature. And two, I'm just Being thinking, naked in a hot pool, you feel like are there a, lot a of, merman. What about people in that zone, like probably like 50 to, uh, 50 to 60, 70? I'm thinking at the high end, once you get in like super old, you don't give a shit and you're just there having a good time. Sure. I- Iggy, pop, crepe, paper, skin, be damned. Yeah. Right? And when you're young, everything's still kind of held together pretty well. But, the, but like I'm thinking of the man. Like your age? A little older. A little older. <laughs> <laughs> As the testicles descend. Hang lower and lower. There's no judgment. I know, but it'd be like... The Orient Land Trust. That's what's beautiful about it. <laughs> the Orient Land Trust. <laughs> it's true. We're, it's, what's funny is when we, used, when we first started taking the kids there, they loved the nudity aspect. They were all in. They would go hiking up to the top ponds and nothing but their shoes. They thought it was great. Hmm. Then last, I think the last two years we've gone, they've kind of like not wanted to be naked. They've worn trunks. Hmm. And we're fine with that. We're cool with it. Half of, like, the first... What are you guys? Naked. 
I mean, I wear clothes when I'm hiking around. Yeah. Like, I don't like hiking around naked very much. But then when I get to the pools, absolutely, I'm getting in naked. Totally. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, the second day of the trip, the kids, Arius first, uh, was like, I think he had a wet fart or something. Oh, God. And so we're like, well, why don't you just not wear your trunks, man? Because they were dirty. I, I washed them, but they were drying. And he was like, okay. And so then he started poo bearing it everywhere. He was just wearing a hoodie and nothing else. I was oh. loving it. And then Elias got on board, and then they were in the gem pond, which is the party pool, which is like this great kind of the deepest pool there that you can kind of like, the, the deepest natural pool. And we were having a, a blast. They're, we let them get a little silly because it was funny. So they had goggles, and they were going underwater and like slapping each other's butts and watching the skin ripple underwater. Good time. I watched. Yeah, we all did it. It was fun. <laughs> Okay, great, great. So I'm, I, I think I'm making this seem like a pretty attractive solution. Um, so Mark, the question I'd like you to ask the tarot is, should you give naturalism a try? So I need you to vote. By which you mean, should I go to the Orient Land Trust? You can do it anywhere, Mark. I'm telling well, you, you that is you a, can't do it anywhere. Well, I'm, I'm telling you that that's a very safe, accepting Where is this space. place? This is like a campsite? In the San Luis Valley. You go there and you rent like a yurt or something? We rented a cabin. They have a number of cabins. They have camp spots. They have uh, parking spots for trailers. Four days. Jeez. They have a house. No, no. Four days skiing. They have a house with a few rooms you can rent. And th- that house has a communal kitchen. And they have the shared bathroom facilities. It's like, it's like you're backpacking. It's a beautiful place. Who else is there? Whoever wants to be there. Well, I know that. Is it a lot of Coloradans? Yeah, there's a lot of other families, a lot of families, a lot of couples, a lot of people, old people. A lot of hairstylists with full neck tattoo situations. There was a lady with a lot of tattoos. Um, There's some long balls. There's a little bit of everything. You just never know what you're going to get. Okay, so you want me to ask the tarot if I should go? Should, well, the question. Should I explore the naturist lifestyle? Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, why don't you touch that just with your hand? With what? (laughs) All right. Should Mark explore the naturist lifestyle? This is not you're asking about my health. Well, this could. You know what? We'll probably get great cards. Oh, just happiest cards you've ever seen. Past, present, future. And you know what I'm going to do this time? I think I'm going to go sans mimeograph sheet. Oh boy! I'm going to go full into it. Talk about free balling it. The past. No, you were long balling it is the Four of Pentacles. We see a seated figure. He looks like a kingly figure sitting in, in, in front, in the foreground, in front of his uh, domain, little village, castle. He's, he's clothed. He's holding one pentacle. He's cradling it in his arms in a strange way. He's got his arms kind of overlapped. Mm. And then he's got one mountain on top of his crown, and then he's got a foot on each one. Four of Pentacles. He's trying to hold on to something. I've never seen this card. This is He's trying the, to hold on, but he can't. Well, see what I'm seeing. Because one's coming out of his head. Well, that, that's what I'm seeing is like all his attention is focused on what's in front of him. And he's holding it desperately. Mm. What this tells me, Mark, is that in the past you have kind of, you cling, you cling. Oh, clothe me. You cling to the shield of clothing. Clothe the protective me. layer of clothing. Absolutely. And Although you haven't seen me swim at the rec center. But but you cling to it, and you think you think that that uh, that you've closed that part of you off in a way. You've suffocated. You don't the know sexual, what you're talking about. I barely have clothes on at home. Okay, calm down. 
So you're, you're closer than I thought, but I think what you don't realize is he's got pentacles under his feet, one on his head that he's not even aware of, because what you don't realize is that your, your, your true self is your naked self, and it's always there, even if, even if I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm staring at your thigh right now. You got jeans on, but it's there. In there. Yeah. Your, your, your balls are down there somewhere. <laughs> yep. your, your old long balls. Nah. Your, cha- your chafed taint. Your ruddy buttocks, it's all right there. Why is my taint chafed? And see, you're, you're just holding on to this. You're clinging to this notion of, of, of dignity, of civilization. Yes. A civilization that, in a way, doesn't even exist. I, whatever you say. That's in the past, Mark. The Thank present. God. The present is the moon. That sounds like a good one. Look at that. You've got two dogs baying at the moon. There's two towers. That's one. Those are both. And then there's a, there's a lobster coming out of the water. That's... Exactly. Yep. I think, I think in this instance, Mark, like what the moon represents here, you see that there's the faces in the moon too. The moon's looking down, benevolent, hmm. benevolent moon, but a powerful moon. Moonlight over every naked body, mm-hmm. all the same in the moon's eyes. Well, I think what, what it's telling me that is in the present, it is the evening of your unveiling and you are the lobster <laughs> crawling out of the water, ready to bask in the moonlight. Evening. As your true self. As your true self, Mark. I'm listening. The nude, bright red lobster. So that's the present. You are actually primed for naturalism. But again, this is the this is the pivot point. Now you must make a choice. Are you ready to make that choice? I, I am. Because the future is the two of swords. A perennial favorite. Is it? Yes, a blindfolded woman sitting on a stone bench in front of the ocean. A crescent moon over moon her shoulder. Again. No, the moon. A large sword in each hand. Her arms crossed. Now, here's the through line on these cards, Mark. If sword you look fight. at the past, you look at the past. You see this kingly figure clutching the pentacle. Yes, trying to control the uncontrollable. I see it. And he's blind. Oh, he's blind to the reality yes. of the pentacles that are under his feet on his head. Josh, I see it. In the future. Yes, Josh. You have resigned. Look at you. You're blindfolded. You're blindfolded. You've given away. So much blindness. You've given over control of perception. Josh. You have a new, you're ruining it. This is a real moment here. I'm just saying your name. (laughs) I know. It's fun, isn't it? But see what what I'm saying? You've given over. You've let go, which is very hard for you to let go control, Mark. But you've Uh let go of perception, of an outmoded perception. The perception that people care about your naked body. <laughs> that they're going to have some sort of visceral reaction that, that it would be weird to be naked about somebody. About naked body. But that's, that's the point of naturalism. It's like you're just a human out in the world. Well, not to some special someone. Well, I, I mean, if you and Red Twist can't keep your paws off each other if you're naked, then you need to get a private cabin. Yeah. But okay. this tells me that you are indeed ready for the naturalist lifestyle. It, but it, it, it comes with risk. You've got the two swords. You've got your arms crossed. What are you going to do? What, when you uncross your arms? Don't you, cross swords. Are you going to behead yourself? Are you going to sever something? Or is this a resignment? Is it crossed because you have ceded control, which is an illusion anyway, and you are content to just be naked in the warm water? You don't care who's watching. You don't care who sees what. 
You don't even care if you got a zit on your butt cheek. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all the same. That's true. That could happen. What a reading, Mark. I think... Uh, well, we're going to go back to that tape, and it's going to be one for the scrapbook. So I told you that there was some call and response uh, to the Costco story, you know, that was about oh. the prepper's pack, the prepper's pantry, prepackaged pepper pant- prepper pantry. Uh-huh. Fi- I thought, I thought we were done. We're not done. One more thing to get to. Final leg of, excuse me, of our journey... Our spring break journey. I'm just giving us a little more time here. Final leg of our spring break journey. We stayed at the Amigo Motor Lodge in Salida, which is an old motel that a couple, you know, a couple with uh, some means and some good taste bought this place, and they turned it into like kind of a mid-century modern uh, motor lodge. It's very, mm. very modern, very minimal, very clean. How did you hear about this place? Uh, the lady who owns it was a client of my wife's at one point. Like came in for a haircut. I can't remember exactly how we found out about it, but but it's a great place. Cool. Uh, they they have their own little zine that they've made. That's in every room. It's like a little magazine about Salida, but it's got it's like tongue in cheek. It's like lots of jokes and stuff. If you look in this picture, uh, I don't know. I think this is. I think a copy of this book is on the desk in every room. It's How to Stay Alive in the Woods by Bradford Angier. I believe is how you pronounce that. And I just picked it up and started reading. And, you know, um, with the doom and gloom in the air, I think I have been a little sensitive, been a little nervous that the end might be near. That book was calling to you. It was. But when I read it, it was actually very uplifting because what he said essentially is that any anybody living in North America with access to is this like... A, this is a real book? It's not a joke book? No, it's a real book. Okay. It was written in the 50s, 60s. But he basically says anyone living in North America with like access to the woods. Like if you could flee to the woods, everything you need to survive is there. All it's just yours to fuck up. Mm. Everything you need to survive is there. You can find enough food, shelter, nourishment to live a relatively healthy life. I feel like it's all there, but it's all compromised. I'd be like, Oh yeah, here's a wonderful mountain stream. And I drink from it, get dysentery and die in a week. All right. Well, you got to have some equipment, I guess. Yeah. Maybe a water filter. Yeah. Can't you just boil water? Or I'd eat the, the wrong mushroom. And... Well, that's why you need this book, see? It's got, a, it's got a pictorial guide of edible plants. Love it. But the chapter I was reading was about uh, killing the different animals around for nourishment. Look at, let, me, let me read you this about turtles. Turtle fat. Turtle fat, from which, as you may have observed, renders a clear savory oil is so nutritious that the reptile is an unusually valuable food source. Blood and juices are often used to, re- to relieve thirst. It is sometimes possible to backtrack a female to a nest of fresh eggs, Ooh. generally buried in the sand or mud not far from water. Although not greatly esteemed for taste by those more accustomed to hen's eggs, these are nourishing in all stages. The turtle can be killed by concussion or by decapitation, <sighs> care being taken even after it is dead to avoid both jaws and claws. If it is convenient, the turtle can then be scaled, or excuse me, scalded for several minutes by dropping it into boiling water. The undershell may then be quartered and the entrails removed, whereupon the meat can be readily or can readily be simmered free of the upper shell. So eat the meat and drink the oil. Drink the blood. And yes, uh, in the absence of conventional game meat, the slow moving turtle may provide blah blah. Okay. 
Um, but anyway, one thing they talk a lot about in this book is the importance of fats. In fact, there is such a thing as rabbit starvation. Have you ever heard of that? Rabbit? Rabbit starvation. The thing being, like, if, if you were lost in the woods and say that you, were, you had plenty of rabbits that you could catch and eat, if you ate nothing but rabbit, you would eventually lean. die of malnourishment because you would not have the fat you need the fat. Necessary. You know what needs the fat most of all? The brain. The brain. It's the nothing cells. but fat. It's the oil. It's the lube. This is the theory that the low-fat diet has killed us. Mm-hmm. You've spent all this time in search of some fat because your body knows it needs it by getting little trace amounts out of junk food everywhere. Well, yeah, that's that's what he was saying. Is like in modern life, drink that city life. Theory. You're getting fat enough amounts of fat, like butter and margarine and oils, that you're okay. But if you're out in the woods, don't forget to eat that fat. Another animal that's apparently really easy to kill with some caution is the porcupine. Dumb and slow moving. And it's a myth that they can shoot their quills. They cannot. But if their quills get into you, you have to get them out as soon as possible because the longer the quill stays in you, the further it'll bur- like burrow into your skin because it has barbs. It has my, barbs. My dog got a snout full of quills. I know. I remember that. It was a, it was a, it was a moment. It was a moment. <laughs> But if you had the foresight, foresight all you would have had to do is walk up behind the porcupine with a stick and hit it over the head and kill it. And then you carefully flip it over, slice its belly open. Oh, boy, look at you. And there's just another source of fat-rich meat. I'm sensing as the spring break mature, as the years go by, and maybe one kid has gone through puberty, but the other hasn't, and the naked hot springs doesn't feel quite right. Mm Mm-hmm. You're just going to venture off into the woods and start beating small rodents over the small mammals over the head with sticks. No, I'm not too keen on harvesting my own food and my own animals unless I absolutely needed them. But uh, my wife's family, a lot of her family lives in Salida. Hmm. We saw her cousin, John, who's 18 now. He's about to graduate high school. He bagged his first. Shout out, John. He bagged his first elk, I think, when he was eight. Mm hmm. And since his father passed, he is the provider for his family. He feeds his mother, uh, his sister, his sister. A lot of elk. He 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 killed a buck and an elk already this year. And they have meat stores. Mm-hmm. He processes the meat himself. Mm-hmm. This is an eighteen-year-old kid. Oh. What were you doing? Bottle flipping, watching David Letterman. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Yeah, good callback. <laughs> oh, we have processing a, an elk. Jenny's younger brother's in uh, Durango. They're, you know, looks forward to like the season to start, so we can go get one elk and then bring it, drag it out, process it, and there's meat for the year. Well, that's what I'm saying though. If shit really hits the fan, I think I'll just head for the valley. Just don't eat the meat. Make myself of service. Yeah. Help oh. him kill some elk. Oh, a whole new Be plan. Be part of that tribe. All right, new plan. Or head to Colorado Springs, where Nikki's brother is. He's in the army. If I want to go like the more weaponized route, <laughs> none of these are the Finger Lakes. <laughs> the Finger Lakes are far. I want to buy some land here in Colorado with a well, some you know water tableau access kind of thing. Oh, it's creeping up! Look at that. That's, That's a sign of the times. Well, I think you should do that. And I think you should get a tiny house, put it on that land, and never come back. She's kind of a dick thing to say. Didn't mean it. It was just a joke. Wasn't funny. Um, no, it was hilarious. Natch episode 131, uh, Turtle Fat. 
Sure. It's been a scream. It's been a hoot. It's been a holler. Could have just as easily been called porcupine fat, I suppose. Or what'd you say? Small red lobster? Small. What? What? Something. Bivalves and AI? Yeah, we better figure out the title. And the, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Episode 132, we are going to do uh, Naturalist. We'll yep. both be naked. All new. Check the Instagram story on that one. Might not be able to make it to the hot springs. We'll probably just be in a kiddie pool. Backyard. Some warm water. Some Epsom salts. A hose. Three hoses.